Please listen to the end for information about how you can help support and grow this podcast. Welcome to ESL RPG. On this week's episode, a lot of stuff happened. Have a listen. Yeah, but the four pieces of copper are mine now, right? I took them. Nobody expects the frog-licking paladins. <laughs> I'm not drawing anything. Uncorgon-like. Stick around a bit, boys. <laughs> Drain, light, middle, go. Chosenism. Yeah, that's a nice way to think about it. <laughs> I'm just not surprised anymore. Let's start the action. Anyway. But we're about to go into the next room. Let's do it. Let's go into the next room first. Which is probably a store that if you seriously want to, you could steal more money from. Yes, I do. I want to, I, I'm supposed to be somebody who's out to get more knowledge. I want to see if I can find either any tomes or money with which I can buy more tomes. Well, you can get the tomes, I'll get them. Exactly. That's why we would get the ledgers. That'll give you more right. knowledge. So, uh, Vince, Chagrat, and Corgan go into the uh, newly opened trapdoor. Well, okay, here's an important point. We are supposed to have the townsfolk basically mobbing the stores to prevent thieves guild folks coming out the stores by those exits. Alright, so the shop you guys get to, you pop up into a uh, seamstress's shops. Nothing really of value. Um, seamstress or seamstress? Seamstress. A sewing shop. Regular, not Terry Pratchett version. Mostly out of curiosity, just because that was the plan. Um, are there people in the seamstress shop? No. Are there people standing outside the seamstress shop? No, you, you do see a sign on the door that says, Close for vacation, so... Yeah, but it's like pointing to the inside of the store, so people outside wouldn't see that, right? Yeah, it's pointing outside just that the sun's coming through, so you can see it through the sign. But, okay. but, but wait. Is the door closed? Locked? Wait, there's supposed to be friendly shop owners outside to keep this entrance closed. The door is closed and locked. Actually, not so much locked, but it is barred from the outside. Oh, from the outside, okay. There's a 2 by 4 sitting across the outside of the door. Yeah, that's one way to do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess that works then. Hmm. Okay. And uh, just to be safe, I want to do a... Um, what? Inspection? In, 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 investigation. Investigation check for anything valuable. Inside the shop. You know, like traps. No, I mean, there are traps, but it looks like the, the traps would be activated when you, when you uh, came up from the stairs. Um, as for valuable, there's not really anything. We got four pieces of copper, but it looks like the cash uh, in the store was liberated already. Yeah, but the four pieces of copper are mine now, right? I took them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, Alton, Irwin, and Dreg, your tunnel. You guys went right or the other way. Let's see here. Alton's gonna do an investigation and get a six. Nice. <gasps> Alton is too short to see anything. Well, actually, no. She she, she, and she cannot see anything too high. She's looking down at ground level. And, I'm sorry, he owns 19 pieces of copper. 
Okay. Erwin, do you want to look for stuff too? Yeah. And if it feels cool to use my spell to locate object. Now that's an object that you know. Okay. Just looking. Okay, so roll a d20, add investigation. You got higher than Alton. Seven. Alright, one thing you find is that, you know, as you're looking around, you notice that this tunnel recently saw a lot of traffic heading away from uh, where Bob is. Like, people were running very quickly and making no attempts to hide it. They were dragging, pushing, and, uh... Looks like they're dragging heavy, heavy, uh, heavier objects all out that way. Okay, people probably escaped that way. Mm. Dreg, do you look for stuff? Like maybe an exit? Yes. Dreg looks for any shiny items that might be lying around. D20 investigation. Or perception, whatever, whichever is highest. Uh, 18 perception. Alright, so you guys get to the end of the tunnel and you see, in the brick, you see one brick that's kind of out of place. Like, it's, sli- it's slightly indented compared to the rest of the bricks in the wall. So, Drag t- tries to take that brick. You notice it doesn't really come out, but it does push in. When you push it in, you notice that um, the door to the right of you opens up, and a, you look down, you see it's a slope leading down to a river. An underground, an underground river. Oh, cool. Oh. People escaped by underground river. <laughs> Maybe like a sewer, I don't know. But more like a actual river underground. There are those things. You don't know what's in it. Alton looks downstream of the river just because. Can't really see anything. Most people are long gone, but Alton would see that there are docks where boats could, or several cutter sized boats could be moored. Okay. That is pretty big for a boat underground. Now, I'm thinking of the wrong thing, though. What's. The cutlass that I stole? Cutters are big, sloops are next size down from that, and then yeah. just basically yeah. rowboats. Sloop size boats could be uh, more there. Okay, so down that way you found a shop that was barred. Down this way people found an underground river that people escaped through, so I guess that means we go down the last remaining hallway and fight stuff. Whatever's left. So... Let's maybe all meet back here. Uh, there's no point in following a river that we don't have any boats to follow down, so let's go continuing down to where we're supposed to. Okay, so you guys meet. You guys go back down to the main tunnel. It winds, it twists. At this point, you wouldn't really find any traps because the Thiesville doesn't expect, you know, people to make it this far. Nobody expects the frog-licking paladins! <laughs> and after about ten or so minutes of walking and checking for traps, you do come to the main, um, what you guys think is the main uh, lair, the main entrance. And I need people to roll a perception check. 
Okay, Alton and Bob. Alton gets a one. I got a two. I have eleven. Jeff gets twenty perception. Oh, she rolled a net twenty. Nice. I got a nineteen. Alright. That V one does not get this. Everybody else? You guys hear the last sounds of a mass evac? You guys definitely can hear people going the opposite direction, and they're getting quieter. And then you also notice that you do pick out that there are the signs of uh, people getting ready to delay you. They don't expect to win, but delay you guys long enough for everybody else to get the goods and crap away. Entangle. You could do with that. Yep. You could in the middle of the world. That's what I'm going to do. Well, it's going to be for me. Okay, so... Wait, so where are James and Mr. Giant Pit Fiend? But yeah, him and the other honest guards are supposed to be around the outside of the Thieves' Guild, so... Yes. Okay. Well... Alright, guys. We've got people trying to slow us down here, other people trying to get out as fast as possible. They might be trying to go down a secret exit like that river exit... That was the thing. All the boats were gone at the other river exit. They're trying to slow us down. I will slow them down. But there's definitely going to be night watchmen outside, so they're either going to have a lot of people coming to fight them, or they're going to have a lot of people running away without them even noticing. So either way, we should blow through these guys as fast as possible and get the word up to them. Hey, roll for initiative. Actually, right now, because they don't know exactly when you guys are coming, you have a one surprise round. Okay, we should still roll for initiative. Okay, there's going to be the stairs up, guys. 24, Reyna, uh, Dreg, and Corrigan. Okay, your total? Five. Five, you're still going after Bob, who's got a eight. You've got a five, you've got a four, okay. And Erwin, okay, got the initiative order written down. Alright, anybody whose initiative turn hasn't gone in a surprise round, they are effectively completely unaware, so any attack on them has advantage. Anybody who their turn has passed, that advantage has passed. And it's just a straight roll. That's why you do initiative roll for a surprise round, too. Yeah. So, Raina's going first, I assume. And just so you're aware, you're, you're looking into 30 squares by 30 squares room, so it's a fairly large room. I'm not drawing anything. 30 squares by 30 squares is almost the whole mat. And you got doors. Again, this is doors leading in the four cardinal directions. And... When you guys peek out, I assume somebody peeks out eventually. The majority of people are leaving to the door directly opposite you guys. That's a door that looks like it would take somebody as a bob stature to open the door to that big. They're meant for huge level sized creatures to walk through. Okay. Quick double check. This should be the basement under the Thieves Guild, right? Actually, roll an investigation check to anybody who decides to peek around the corner. Basically gotten everybody in the room already, so... So... Investigation everybody! Okay, investigation. You guys know that, from the looks of things, <laughs> the building that should be above you guys is just the front, and that this is the actual, you know, hall of the Thieves Guild. 
Oh, no, I was meaning to double-check that there are stairs up to where there should be people around that building, and we can, <laughs> if we can get somebody up those stairs, we can get them down back here. David, perception? Investigation, uh, sorry. Uh, 15. Yeah, yeah, you, you are where you think you are, and you, there are stairs somewhere here. They're not, you know, overly obvious. Okay, who's the fastest here? Speed should be under your armor class and initiative. Oh, uh... 25. 25. 30 feet. 35. 35, and Alton also is 35. Oh, my. At least one of our fastest people should definitely be booking it to the stairs to get up, get people in here. Those outdoor people in here, I mean. Pit Fiend and James and whoever else they dragged along. Okay. All right. Well, Rain is going first, but Bob's basically going to turn to Alton and tell him, run, get James. All right. Well, Alton takes off. She has to bob and weave and float like a butterfly and to work her way through that crowd quickly. There's only a, a small handful of people who actually notice her because the majority of the people, the him rather, Majority of the people assume that he's just some random, you know, thief child. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. And he's going to be able to run at least 70 feet. Yeah. So 14 squares. Uh, it takes out takes, a couple minutes to find the stairs because they're actually uh, carved into the stone of the wall. And they're designed so that if you look at them straight on, I mean, if you look at them from your point of view, rather, it looks like they're just part of a wall. You actually have to walk up to them and then turn to face the stairs themselves enough to realize, oh, there's stairs there, not just a wall. Kind of like Indiana Jones and, and uh, Last Crusade. Let me yes. phrase it slightly differently. Um, since we've got the surprise round and Alton has already run off, how many turns do we have to keep people occupied here or go down the passageway chasing after the guys running away for before Alton's going to be able to bring in reinforcements? Ten rounds. You think we can keep people here for ten rounds or chase people down for ten rounds? If you let me go first, I know how to, how to keep everyone here for ten rounds. I've got my own way as well. I can perform. I can distract that way. We've got the surprise either way, so we've got about five seconds to decide what we're doing. Your idea? I've got an entangled spell, so I was just going to pop that off and see who I can catch. Uncorgon-like, I'm going to throw my gold into the crowd. Hmm. That's definitely a way to do it. Um, Reyna, if you're going to do entangle, I'd recommend putting it as far towards that... um, Exit door as possible, just to keep people funneled in here for as much as possible. Yep, that's what the plan was. Okay, I have not read all of the directions yet, but in fit five e, if somebody charges, they just move at double movement. Yes, yes, they use their action to move at double movement. All right, Dave, what's your your throwing limit? Like how how much weight can you throw? Accurately throw? How much weight can I accurately throw? Like, if you were to pick up a boulder, let's say, and chuck it, how, how heavy of a boulder can you chuck? I mean, my carrying capacity is 480 pounds, so I imagine, like, a 40 or 50 pound weight should be easy to chuck. Okay. This has a thought that apparently doesn't need to happen, so never mind. You mean me chuck Alton to give him a boost? Well, I was thinking chuck the druid so she can entangle 
by the major entrance or wherever she needs to. It gets her a little closer, but apparently her casting range is good enough where she doesn't need the help, so never mind. Oh, okay, okay. Alright, then... You've got your gold going there. You've got that entangle distracting there. Alton's running up, and we've got another nine turns that we've got to keep people here. Bob is going to use his minor illusion to put his voice as close to the middle of that crowd as possible. Alright, boys, if you stick around for a bit, have I got a deal for you? (laughs) Is how he's going to spend his surprise action. Should I be rolling a persuasion or a performance? Uh, Persuasion. All right. Does it count as advantage if I'm going before the other guys? Advantage from the standpoint of they weren't expecting somebody to talk to them. They have to somebody to come up and start swinging. Okay. I'll take it. I will always take advantage. And that was a good idea to take advantage. 19. Oh, wait, no, 20. Okay. All right, boys, you stick around here, and I got me a deal for you. You know, save some gold down at your feet, and, you know, stick around. There's going to be more gold here in the future. You all right? <laughs> yeah, more gold. Numbers. Meanwhile, um, Corgan went, Alton went, Raina went, Dreg, what are you spending the surprise round doing? Okay, I'm, I'm sure there's no dragons, but it's representative of, like, a crowd of 30 people or so. Okay. Yeah. There's some of them going to the far side of the room to try and escape out of giant doors. Kind of like how some people escaped out of that underground river down the other way. What are these people doing? Well, they're mulling about trying to set up a distraction for us, but also trying to have others escape. That's all. Drag looks at all these people and tries to figure out what they're doing. Are they Was all humanoids? Are there any... Um... It's a good mix of human, duogar, um, growl... Lizard folk mixers. thingies? Lizard folk thingies. You can tell lizard folk thingies are just kind of, um, kind of fodder, but then, mm-hmm. um... So all, uh... There's also a couple of minotaurs and centaurs there. And Alton just ran through the whole bunch of them. Okay. <laughs> But to be honest, the Minotaurs and the Centaurs didn't even notice him. That's what he's just small. It was primarily the Lizard Folk and the Duogar was called the Pilar. Okay. What are they all doing? Uh, most of them are lo- loading wagons or uh, carts and other things and, and, va- and doing a, throwing a massive bag. And you've got a couple of the Minotaurs are the ones that are kind of just on the lookout. They're looking around trying to... Uh, there's a uh, get ready for you guys to attack. Yeah, so basically put stuff on wagons, take them down that way, run away, is what they're getting ready to yeah, do. Yeah, right, so exactly. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Alton's run through to get the police down here because they're not going out upstairs. Raina's got an entanglement spell here to stop them from getting through that door they're supposed to go through. You've thrown your gold in to try and distract people, and I've used my persuasion and a voice in the middle of the thing to grab their attention and tell them, hey, stick around a bit, boys. Still to do stuff is Shagrat, Dreg, and Erwin. So Dreg doesn't see anybody aggressive. So he, he decides to look around the room and sees all these shiny things all over the room. And runs to pick up the coins that were dropped down. <laughs> God dang it! 
Alright, so Erwin, what are you doing? Can I use my spell to calm emotions? If it's useful. It could be useful. You can make them not hostile to us for a 20-foot radius, which is like that. Mm. I don't know that. <laughs> so about 15 guys rolling a DC 14 wisdom save, Vince. Mm-hmm. Alright, so what was, it, what was the save? 14 DC for wisdom. <laughs> Alright. So out of 14 people nearby that are deciding to leave, one one of them stays. All, all but one person is uh, not hostile towards you. All but one person? I don't know if there's enough tea in there. Yep. Only one of the people affected by the smell is hostile towards you now. Okay, so they're not running away, they're listening to us, and they're, and only one of them is actually going to maybe attack us. Yes. Hopefully he's caught in the trap. Where are you casting your trap at? You cast it by the door? The biggest concentration of people. By the far door. Yep. So this guy would not be caught by the trap. Anyway, so we have a chance to maybe persuade and get people to not run away, something like that, anyway. I tried, but... We're just trying to persuade them not to run away. We'll persuade them not to run away and hopefully persuade them to change their wicked ways to less wicked ways. Something we've been talking about anyway. Need persuasion, Chad. Here, let me drag. Do you still have that sphere of light? Yes, I do. Activate it and send it to the middle of the group. Drag, light, middle, go! Okay. Dreg brings out the thing from his pocket. I have this light. Turn it on, check it to the middle. Okay, light. Here you are. And he throws the light to the middle of the group. Okay, okay. so there is a dual guard in the group, isn't there? There yeah. is. Yep. Light, you go. Sir, you, sir, are unfortunately blinded for one round. I have uh, the goggles, though, right? Oh, are you wearing them? Vision goggles, yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. Scratch that. Okay, yeah. I've been diesel. <laughs> Basically just gives us a little extra advantage because they're all lit up, we're not lit up, and puts them a little bit more off their game. So, all right, boys, here's the way it's going to go. We're going to be changing how money is made around here. We're going to be doing it in an actual work-together-with-the-police-protection sort of way. Not to get more money out of the townsfolk, but to keep more money in the town. You know what I mean? And there's going to be a, well, shall we say, liberally shared happiness involved. <laughs> Chosenism. Yeah, that's a nice way to think about it. <laughs> Normal roll, Vince, or roll with advantage? Uh, roll with advantage. All right. Wow. Natural 17 and natural 18. Uh, that's a 24. All right. 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Okay. <laughs> All right. So none of them actually sign on. Most of them just shake their heads and say, nope, we're done. This ain't worth it. We were, we were in this because we were forced into it. We 
don't want to continue this lifestyle. How fun was your adventure, though? Oh, you're you're fine to leave the thieving lifestyle. I mean, we just want you to, uh, you know, not actually be against us or the town. We're filling our pockets with what we can, and we're leaving. We're taking advantage of the chaos that you all are bringing with you and disappearing. I want to use my threatening intimidation. Drop everything you want to take with you and just go. Can I roll? Yep, roll for it. 20. Natural freaking 20 plus, plus six. 6. 26. All right. Most of them do drop it. One guy hesitantly keeps his stuff but walks away. And then the last guy laughs at you and just says, aren't you cute? And walks away. We're not doing a good job of keeping them here until the police get here. No, you're not. I feel it. Start breaking legs. We could start breaking legs, yeah. Uh, But if we start breaking legs, then the people not hostile to us become hostile to us. I mean, these guys are leaving anyway. They're never going to come back. Might as well let them. Actually, um, did we actually get a name for that tyrant guy who took over Vince? Um, no. We shall name him... John Duke? Sir Pepper. Booger Schnoot. Booger Schnoot! I like Booger Schnoot. Booger Booger Schnoot! Booger Schnoot. No, not Booger. Booger. Alright, well, uh, just out of curiosity, any of you guys got any kind of connection with uh, Lord Booger Schnoot? Yeah, Booger Schnoot. Booger! Booger Schnoot. He's German. Well, one of the guys does correct you on the pronunciation of his name and, and tells you, please, use his name correctly. If you don't, he will go on and on and on about his heritage, and your ears will bleed. Well, is Mr. Booger Snoot here? <laughs> so last we saw, he was heading down that main tunnel. Oh. Ooh. Oh. 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 But uh, that was a little over an hour ago, so he's probably already gone. Okay, this is making Bob angry. Main tunnel where we came from. The one across the room from you guys with the main, uh, the big, um, with the giant fifteen foot doors. Oh, where Alton went to? No, Alton's going up the stairs to get the police and such. Come back down here. Are the are the doors closed? Locked? Nope, they're open. When you guys got anything, you saw people leaving the leaving the tunnel, and you currently see a very large. Uh, Area of weeds currently grabbing on and holding people down, making making the escape almost impossible through that door. I, I, Corgan nudges Bob. Let's go and catch that bastard. And I, um, uh, at, at realism, boy, realism. He left an hour. Wait, is he lying? Oh no, he, you have the impression that the ones you're talking to. I have no reason to lie. They fully intend to rip off the diesel as much as they can and then quickly find themselves another cop their way. Come on, Bob. We can still find some trace of where he went. I mean, sure, we can find a trace of him, but we ain't gonna get him. No, but yeah, trace let, is better than anything else, though. Take what? Uh, Irwin. Yeah. You're a nice fella. Yeah. Sure. When James gets down here with his pit fiend friend... Basically let him know that anybody who wants to stay around here and be helpful to the Night's Watch can be helpful. Anybody who wants to leave and never come back can leave and never come back. But anybody who is, well, 
Yeah. They can die. <laughs> what is everybody going to do with those people caught in the bramble trap? Is anyone going to find out more information? Booger Snoot? Really? Really? Okay. Find out next time. Thank you for listening to ESLRPG. This podcast is recorded at MT English School in Toyama, Japan. Real quick, we'd like to say thank you to our patrons. So, thank you to our patron, King Michael, first of his name, master of Cherry Hafweissens, and ruler of the Land of Awesome. Hello there, this is Alec from ESLRPG. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us by becoming a patron on Patreon at ASLRPG. Patrons get access to such benefits as updates on future of the podcast, voting on one-shots, and access to full unedited recordings. Also, if you're a game master or like role-playing, we recommend our friend Matt's Patreon at Milby's Maps. He creates massive maps for fantasy games, including castles and whole cities. If you like what you see, consider supporting him. Finally, one of the biggest ways you can support this podcast is by recommending it to any friends who might be interested. If you know someone who likes games, uh, is studying English, or is looking for ideas for their classroom, let them know about us. Every new listener helps. Благодарим за подписку на наш канал.